This is South Florida Sundays. I'm your host, Trey Brazier, along with my co-host. He is the president and CEO of the Urban League, Palm Beach County, Mr. Patrick Franklin. How's it going, man? Good morning, Trey. How are you? Morning, morning. As normal, he always brings a guest to talk about something interesting this week. Who do we have? We have Mr. Craig Glover, who is the executive director of RISE. RISE is here in West Palm Beach. Craig, good morning. Welcome to to our show. Good morning, Patrick. Good morning, Trey. Thank you all for having me. Thank you, thank you. Let's let's take a moment and introduce Craig Glover to the community. Um, tell us about yourself. Where'd you come from? How long you've been here? And and why here in West Palm Beach? Sure. Well, I was born and I was raised in East Harlem. And what attracts me to this work is that I was raised in these same conditions, just at a higher scale, more density. Raised in East Harlem, had the benefit of two parents at, in my home, and the focus was always education. Uh, that was the path out. So that was my start, and then I was invited to attend college at Florida A&M University, and I studied on the incredible dean of the School of Business, Dr. Sybil Mobley, Mm -hmm. and that changed my life at many levels because Dr. Mobley made a promise to my mom the night I first met her. She said, Mrs. Glover, you want your son to get a great education, several job offers, make friends for life, and meet his wife in college, now don't you? And all of those things happen. Then I meet this amazing young woman who happened to come from Brooklyn to Tallahassee. I came from Harlem to Tallahassee, but we start this life, and that led us all over the state of Florida. 36 years all over the state of Florida and eight years here in West Palm Beach. Now, Craig, you're the executive director of RISE, and you've been here for, what, two and a half years now? About three years. About about three years now. Let's start right off the bat. What is RISE, and what's your mission? What's your purpose? Well, RISE is a, we consider it a resident-led nonprofit movement. We focus on three communities in West Palm Beach, the North End, Coleman Park, Pleasant City, and our goal is to get to know the people, to engage with residents, to meet people where they are, and to have a conversation. Tell us about you, your family, why'd you move here, why'd you stay here, what are your goals and dreams, what would you like to see change in the community, and how might we be able to help your family? We focus on education, employment, housing, and wellness at a family level and at a systems level and make the communities better. Craig, these are these are vital areas in, in the city of West Palm Beach, Coleman Park, North End, North Northwest. Um, a lot of these areas have been blighted for many years. They've had hardship. The residents there are generational. They've been they've been there one, two, three generations. Talk talk a little bit about the demographics and the makeup of that community. Sure. Those three communities were chosen because sadly there's a high rate of poverty. Uh, and if you, if you know anything about West Palm Beach, especially recently, we've gone through a really large economic boom, but that boom has not affected every community equally. Before the pandemic, the communities that I identified, Pleasant City, Coleman Park, the North End, had at least a third of people living in poverty, some 40 for 50 percent in those communities. And that's happened generationally. So the idea is how do we break that cycle? And the way we break that cycle is, and these are communities that are largely black and brown people, especially Pleasant City, Coleman Park. These are historic neighborhoods that Mm -hmm. built this city, Mm -hmm. built this area when black people first moved here. But now they, and they were great, and then they struggle. So our idea is to really get to understand the history, have people teach us the culture, tell us the story so we can appreciate the space, and then how can we help people find their way? How can we build back a family at a time and improve the systems to make it a vital community again for the people that live there, that they get to enjoy a better community? Historically, Craig, many people who live in Palm Beach County have been here for a while. They don't really understand, from my point of view, they really don't understand the depth of, po- the, the depth of poverty and the 
extreme uh, need for assistance here amongst a lot of the residents who, who live here, especially in these areas that, that you've defined. Yes. Um, talk a, a little bit about um, how deep that the poverty runs and, and the unemployment and, and, and the issues that run in this community. Yeah, it is. Um, it's a little bit tragic, but it's also it gives me hope because there are there's a history in this community. When I have a chance to meet with people, I have limited time, so I look to find the elders first, people who have the deepest roots here. And they tell me when it used to be a vibrant, amazing community, mm-hmm. pre-integration, when it, when it was all black people had. Right, when, when, all, when Tamron Avenue was thriving, Avenue and, was thriving and Rosemary and Spruce and all that. Everything was booming because right. we were forced to live in a certain area, so all of our professionals were there, the schools were ours, the teachers were ours. Mm-hmm. We built this, this culture and ecosystem where we had to rely on upon each other. And a lot of that was built around the historic Roosevelt High School campus, just mm-hmm. all of the things that made a community a community. And then there's this debate about whether integration was a good thing or a bad thing. And it's complicated, but in this community, the decline started after the closing of that high school. Right. Things start, and then we started to disperse. We could live anywhere, so we chose to live where we had mobility. We moved out. We moved out. Yeah. But, pe- but those of us in poverty don't have that same mobility. Right. The, we, we tend to have to, we, we, we are where we are because we can't afford to move out of where we are. Right. And Roosevelt High School on the corner of 15th and Tamron. Yes. So everybody has a, has a, a, a clear geographic location of, of what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. So that was the heart of this community, really the spine of that community that included Pleasant City and Coleman Park and the historic Northwest just to the south. Super vibrant community. The, the school was so important because not only did it educate us at a really high level with second grade stuff, but first grade people and teachers. We got great outcomes. We produced doctors and lawyers and teachers and, and, uh, and business owners. We produced everything we need. But we were invested in it. And not only did it educate us, but it was also the center of the community from a cultural perspective. Everything important happened around that campus. When that campus closed in 1970, began the decline of these communities. And mm-hmm. we really haven't recovered from that since. Mm-hmm. So let's, let's, let's all talk about the historic Roosevelt High School. I know RISE has been doing a lot of great work and preparation and, and, and really looking forward to what it can be. From, yes. what it, from what it is now. Let's, let's really take a deep dive into what, you, what your plans are for that sure. spot. Well, if one of the things that rise is, is we, we're an engager and a convener. We do our best to listen to the community. So we started with single conversations, hundreds of families. Then we convened groups of people, and then that produced a survey, and we got hundreds of, of, of survey responses to the idea of what do you want to see your community become? What's important to you? What services are important to you? Then we also reached out to associations to have that same conversation with the associations that impact these communities. What are your thoughts? What do you want to see happen? So the opportunity is that campus has been closed, vacant for 20 years, really not productive for all, over 50 years. But the idea is that everything we've heard that the community wants can happen on that campus. That includes creating space for a full service library and cultural center that represents the history of the communities and even back to the African diaspora. That can fit on that campus. Mm-hmm. To have a state-of-the-art health care clinic, because communities said that, that the level of health care is not what it could be. So the health care district's partnering with us to be able to create space there for a, health, a state-of-the-art health care district. The school district, which owns that land, and the school board support the idea of high-end learning on that campus and also to convert the gym into an asset, again, a community asset, because that gym was really the cultural center of our community. So we've been able to pull together all of these in, these different parties and investors with the idea that the things the community said are important can happen on that campus. And even a grocery store just opposite the campus 
And it then revitalizes what's become a, a liability into an asset that serves those three or four communities at a really high level. Okay. Okay. Craig Glover is the RISE Executive Director, along with my co-host Patrick Franklin from the Urban League of Palm Beach County. I'm Trey Brazier, and this is South Florida Sundays. So, Craig, Roosevelt High School, what's the timeline right now? What's the big, broad timeline right now? It's a little bit fluid, uh, but the idea is that that campus, we expect construction to start on that campus sometime this year, driven by the school district of Palm Beach County. Their focus is going to be about a third of the campus to renovate the gym, to make it a community asset, and then to create academic space for high-end learning. That'll be the first third. Then over the next couple of years, if all falls into place, we expect the healthcare district to be able to bring in a state-of-the-art healthcare clinic. Mm-hmm. And then the third piece is that library cultural center, and that could also fall within the next two or three years. So over the next two or three years, we could see the revitalization of that space, and it will check the boxes of what the community says they want to see happen in their community. So we've heard people, we've listened, and we can execute on bringing those services to that space. Very good, very good. Craig, how how can the residents who live in that area, first of all, how can they help support this effort? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, it's I would everything for me is super local. So if you're in, if you're connected or in an area that has a community association, neighborhood association, get involved with your neighborhood association because then you get to learn so much more about what's happening in your community. And then we invite those associations in to become part of a broader conversation. So get involved locally. There's the Pleasant City Neighborhood Association, Coleman Park Neighborhood Association, Pinewood Park Associations. Get involved locally. RISE is very well connected to those associations, and we support them. And then if there's anything that we can do to help the associations achieve their goals, then we're happy to support that effort. Very good, very good. How do they get in touch with RISE? Sure. I'm going to give you my email address and cell phone. I do it, pick up my phone. It may take me a little while. I'll get back to you. But the name's Craig Glover. My cell is 561-388-4084. And my email, cglover at northandrise.org, O-R-G. Very good. Craig, wonderful, wonderful. Craig, I'm a um, fellow HBCU, um, Southern University in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And, yes, I do... Absolutely. Thank you every day that I, that I went to had, had the privilege of going to that school and the benefits that they gave me. Mm-hmm. And just like you remembered your instructors from there, I still remember my instructors yes. because you know what? They knew my name. Mm-hmm. Each one of them that, that taught me at that university level, they knew my name and I knew them very well. So for all, all, all of you who are thinking about HBCU, please, that's a great place to start your next phase in life in, in, at the university level. Craig, uh, what's next for Craig? Oh, my goodness. That's a huge question. My goal is, so um, I look back at my life, I see nothing but a series of miracles. And when I look at this work, this work demands miracles because it's a heavy lift. The idea that we could change a community, break the cycle of poverty at a family level and improve systems and do it in such a way that the people living here today have a chance to enjoy it is not a small task. Mm But I've, I've been connected to people, the resiliency of the people that have taught me and fed me, the partnerships that we can develop, the partnership of organizations like the Urban League, which has supported the people that we serve. So I know it's possible. School board, school district, philanthropy, corporations, anybody can get behind this work. We just need a few more smaller miracles that snowball into this big thing that make this community what the people living there deserve. Good. You talked about education. I know you did a needs assessment and have been doing a, a consistent needs assessment of these communities that, that, that you're working in. Education is one of the, one of the main issues that, that you've uncovered and heard from the people. Talk about that for a minute. Yeah, I would say that. Uh, so my background professionally is not nonprofit work. 
I benefit from having had a strong educational background, but Same I had here. no idea. Had Same no here. Idea. I, had, I had no idea that I'd be had a no nonprofit. Idea, I'd be in right. space, and I had no idea how much our schools struggle. And if we don't, so we focus on education, employment, housing, wellness, but maybe the most important thing that we will attempt to fix or correct is the, the conditions of our schools, that our schools have struggled to help our babies get to the level that they can thrive, like my parents helped my brother and I thrive. So education is hugely important, and our community said that too. Our community wants outstanding schools. So just like in the in pre-integration, when Roosevelt worked with so little to produce so much, our residents were ready for the world. Our babies today are, are not having that same advantage. And so we're focused really keenly on education. The campus is one part of it, but helping to reinvent the schools is another part of the elementary schools. And if I could take just a moment, we're focused on a pilot program for early learning because if we don't get our babies ready before kindergarten, it's too late. They're behind and, and fall further behind. We're working on a pilot project with the school board, school district at Roosevelt Elementary's campus to be able to cr- produce eight classrooms for three and four-year-olds to have outstanding early learning. So they get off to a fast start and we're not always playing catch up. And mm-hmm. that will be an important part of what we do to hear the community and create a, an opportunity for excellence for our babies. I know we have quite a number of schools in your catchment area. Uh, I think there's what six elementaries. If I'm five, five, uh, five uh, elementaries, two middle schools, one middle school, one middle school. Yes, um, and they they are fed by these uh, major communities in that area. Yes. And uh, for so many of the people who attend these schools and the parents, um, all the help that they can get is what is what we have to offer them. So you know. We understand that, that that reading is is core. So, you know, if you can help RISE, if you can support the efforts that RISE is doing, please do. You can contact Craig again, your, your website. Our website is northendrise.org. And my email is cglover at northendrise.org. Good. Anything else, Craig, you, you, you want to share about RISE or, or what's going on, on on your end? Sure. Well, I want to thank you for the opportunity again, Patrick. I thank, thank you for your partnership. I'm new to this space. You've been at this for a long period of time, and I get to benefit from the wisdom of, of people who've come to do this before me. I so appreciate all of the many partners. I don't have enough time to list them, but the Quantum Foundation, the Community Foundation, an outstanding board, and my teammates, Mikhail Addison, who serves in North End, and Shakima Glover, who serves Pleasant City and Coleman Park. They go to work every day just looking to help people, and we're fortunate to have their tenacity and the partners that exist to help lift our families. Very good. Craig, thank you for your time. Thank you for your help. Thank you for your support in this area. Again, if you can find a way to support the RISE organization, please do, uh, along with all the other nonprofits that are working in in these vineyards of of need throughout uh, West Palm Beach, Riviera Beach, throughout the county of, of Palm Beach County. Thank you, Craig. Thank you, Pat. My pleasure. South Florida Sundays, along with Patrick Franklin, of course, of the Urban League from Palm Beach County, CEO and president. What you got for me today, man? This is a Black History Month. We are continuing the movement. We are continuing the movement, and we have two people that I'd like to talk about today that who were two trailblazers here in West Palm Beach and in Palm Beach County. All right. The first is Eva Mack, who was born on February 19th, 1915, and she passed away on June 3rd, 1998. Hmm. And I'll, I'll read this about Miss Mack. I am not proud of the fact that I'm a, I am the first black mayor of West Palm Beach, Eva Mack, Williams Mack said when other city commissioners elected her mayor in 1982. She and Ruby Bullock had become the first black city commissioners in 1978. As I think back over the years, I remember the many black men and black women who tried and failed in their attempts 
to win election to this commission, she said. Mack came to West Palm Beach in 1948 and worked as a public health nurse for 26 years. Mm. Then as a Florida A&M University instructor, then as a health specialist for the Palm Beach County School Board. She lobbied for health classes in all grades, including courses in sex education, and she helped change the political policy of expelling pregnant students. She also mm. founded the Sickle Cell Disease Foundation of Palm Beach County. Mm. Eva Mack, Eva a Mack. trailblazer. All right, all right. And the second person is um, my predecessor, one of my predecessors, Percy Lee. Okay. The champion of the underdog. He became the president of the Urban League of Palm Beach County in 1974, built the first Urban League local office in the country here in West Palm oh, Beach. Oh, wow. Um, Didn't know that. Percy was the voice of disadvantaged and disenfranchised for 18 years helping get kids jobs and minority contractors get work. He died as he lived. He was pushing for West Palm Beach to hire a black city attorney when he had a heart attack outside commission chambers in mm. 1992. Wow. Eva Mack, Percy Lee, wow. two trailblazers here in Palm Beach County. So, you know, as as we go um, in further into Black History Month, Trey, mm-hmm. we held a great event earlier this week at the Urban League of Palm Beach County. It was our Heritage Day luncheon, mm-hmm. and uh, we had a great speaker in Chris Williams from ESPN. He was very good. Very, very good. good. Very, yes. very good. Yes. And we had a great turnout. And at the end of the day, it made you feel good. It made you feel good because he made us all think about who we were and what we're doing here in our daily work, okay? So I, I want to give a shout-out to Chris Williams for a job well yes, done. Yes, indeed. Um, I also want to uh, let our community know we're right now enrolling anyone who has a health need, a health benefit in our ACA, Affordable Care Act. Uh, if you need health insurance or, or need to find out information about that, call the Urban League, 561-833-1461. We can help you enroll to get your health benefits. Um, if you're looking for a first-time homebuyers class, our next class at the Urban League will be on Saturday, March the 4th. Please call the Urban League or go to our website at ulppc.org. You'll find out all the information about our next first-time homebuyers class. Um, I also want to, want to talk to you about if you're looking for a house, you're looking for some place to live. I mean, y'all do it all over there, huh? Absolutely. <laughs> um, we have a three-bedroom, two-and-a-half-bath unit that will be available on March 1st. If you're looking for um, housing, we have it available, and call the Urban League again, 561-833-1461. That unit will be available. We've been, uh, Trey, for the last 13 years, we've held, we, we built 11 townhomes that, mm. that we use for affordable housing, and we have one unit that's coming available on March 1st. So right. give us a call for that. Keep going. We're looking at, uh, if you're looking for a Microsoft IT certification class, we can do that for you, too. We, have, we offer training class in Microsoft certifications, various um, different areas. Call the Urban League. Go to our website. We can help you get that type of certification. It will help you get a better job. Or it could just help build your resume. So, you know, think about the Urban League when you're looking for things like this. First-time housing class. You're looking for affordable housing. Mm-hmm. You're looking for health care. Mm-hmm. You're looking for um, Microsoft certification classes. We offer all that and more at the Urban League of Palm Beach County. Huge. Now, this is what this is the talk of the town, man. This big gala that you got happening. Tell it's me coming. about it. It's our 50th anniversary. May 12, 2023, Palm Beach County Convention Center. Our featured entertainer will be the one and only Kenny Lattimore and his band. I'm looking forward to it, Trey. We're going to have a celebration because we're going to, we've earned it 
after yeah. 50 years yeah. of serving the communities here throughout Palm Beach County. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. There it is. Very good. Patrick Franklin, always doing good, as you would say, in the hood. Absolutely. Uh, right here for South Florida Sundays. I'm Trey Brazier.